Y'all ready? Yes or no? Y'all ready to buckle in? Here we go. Let's learn the word this morning. Say that with me loud. Keep the faith. We wouldn't call it keep the faith and put an exclamation point on it like that. And it wouldn't be a cross there if it wasn't going to be hard. If you're going to keep the faith, it's going to be difficult. It's not going to be a picnic. You have an enemy, the devil goes about as a roaring lion seeking to devour you. That's what the Bible says. I grew up not knowing any of the Bible. So when I say this stuff, trust me, you can look it up. It's going to be in the Bible because I didn't know. Amen? But I know now. Boy, he hates our guts. You, and this book about, the book of Jude is about that. It's written, it's the next to the last book in the Bible, one chapter long, and written right before the book of Revelation. And it's really talking about apostasy and keeping the faith. Let's see what we can find. Today's message is called, say it with me, remembering some... We can soon forget who God is and what God does. And God, God's a holy God. And God's a loving God. But God's a, a God who judges sin. Do you know that? Yes or no? He does. But we don't, we don't want to talk about that. You don't believe in that God that judges sin. Now, that kind of God, do you? It's like we want this split personality God. You know what I mean? And the personality we like, that's the one we want to go with. Well, that's, that's not the way it is. You get the whole package when you get him. Amen? So we're going to remember some history today from the book of Jude. Jude gives us three examples from the Old Testament history of those who rebelled against God's what? Authority. And so that's what this message is about today. And Roger's just going to push me. That's what apostasy is. This little book, I think it's 25 verses, this little book. 25 verses, I believe, is about apostasy. That's what it's about. That's not a popular topic, okay? What does that mean? It's rebelling against God. This little book in the Bible is about that. This little book is about a deliberate, not, uh uh-oh, it was an accident. No, this is a deliberate turning away and departing from the what? That's what the book of Jude is about. Hey, Jude, don't that sound real nice? It ain't nothing like the book. That's just a song the Beatles wrote. Okay? You wouldn't take Jude and turn it into a song, and it certainly wouldn't be a hit. This is not a popular book. The point Jude is going to make in today's message, I think I'm only going to go over three verses. Ain't but 25. The point he's going to make is that God judges what? God judges a deliberate turning away from the faith. God judges rebellion against his authority. Okay? It's good for all of us to hear this. God will have the last what? I had an eighth grade teacher. She told me, Gary, you always want to have the last word. I'm like, who, me? I was always in trouble. How many could believe that? Yeah. Yeah. It's the truth. Well, let me tell you something. Gary ain't getting the last word. God's getting the last word. And that's what this book is about. You know, guys, we can take this book and we can look at it and, oh, man, I don't like that book. Or we can say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to serve you. I want to honor you. I want to live for you. So he gives three examples. Here's the first one. Let's look at it. Israel. Let's look. We're talking about apostasy. If you weren't here last week, we laid the groundwork, but you're getting caught up maybe. Verse 5. First example of, of apostasy of whom God judged. Israel. I will therefore put in your remembrance, you in remembrance, Though you once knew this, isn't it funny how we forget? Say, 
How that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward he did what? Destroyed who, though? Them that what? Exactly. Those that believe not. Keep looking. Going to just, the Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. You must believe that he is. Okay? Keep looking. Keep looking. The nation of Israel was delivered by, from Egypt by the power of God. They were delivered from Egypt by the power of God. Remember that crazy story? It's incredible. The plagues and all that, and God delivered them? He delivers us, but we forget. Keep looking. Push me. The people were brought to the border of the promised land. The people were afraid, and they did not have the faith to enter and go in and possess the what? The land. Moses, Joshua, and who else? Caleb. He tried to get the people to obey. To obey by what? Believe God. Don't turn against God. Keep your faith in God. But the people did what? They what? They refused. But God's going to get the last word. The tribal leaders actually wanted to organize. They wanted to go back to where? To Egypt. To slavery. To bondage. To abuse. Instead of serve God and believe God, they made a deliberate choice to rebel against God and to go this way. And guys, that's what we do so often, don't we? It looks like it's good over here. Here's God. Here's our life. Here's the path. But man, somehow that devil and our sinful nature, we want to turn and go this way. How many know what we're talking about now? Yes or no? Amen? Come on. It's a battle. Keep looking. Not obeying and moving forward by faith on what God's written word says is what? It's rebellion against God's will for my life. That's what this book is about. So the first example he gives of apostasy, of rebellion, of turning away, was Israel. So what happened when they did that? Who's going to get the last word? God or those people that didn't want to follow God? Well, Israel wandered in the desert after that for how many years? That's a long time to wander somewhere, ain't it? Forty years, and every person 20 years or older did what? Died somewhere in that time frame. Only the younger were allowed to go into the promised land. And so God judged them. Their unbelief led to their what? Wow. Do you think people's unbelief in Jesus will lead to their extermination? Absolutely. That's what the Bible says. He that has the Son has life. He that has not the Son of God, say it with me if you know it, has not life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. Don't believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll continue to be damned. And condemned because we're condemned already, the Bible says. Amen? Yes or no? John three sixteen through 18. So Jude's point, if you follow false teaching... You're going to face God's what? Yeah, but it's good. I mean, you know, he's got his opinion. But what's the Bible say? Yeah, but you can't believe that book, can you? Well, I'm going to choose to believe the book. If you believe the book I'm talking about, the Bible, this book is in that Bible. And it says we better remember some what? History. And guys, we have, how many have some history in your own life you can remember and, and it keeps you helping you serve the Lord? Amen. Yes or no? You got a little history in your own life? Yeah, me too. Wherefore, let him that thinks he stands take heed lest he what? 
falls. Let's look at another one. Three examples he gave. Y'all with me so far? Y'all all right? Y'all going to sleep on me? You good? Here we go. The book is about apostasy. Jude is saying, keep the faith. Don't turn away. Don't turn away from Jesus Christ. Don't ever stop believing his word. Believe the word of God. This is what he's saying. Don't believe false teachers and liars. Yes or no? And don't believe your own crazy head that will tell you all kinds of kooky mess. Number two, fallen angels. So we see Israel. That's a big deal. These were God's own people, Israel. And here's fallen angels. Here's angels that God created. Wow! It's incredible. So if he'll judge Israel, he'll judge angels. You think he ain't going to judge you? you, I'm sorry to say. You kidding me? So, verse 6, And the angels, which kept not their what? First estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved, God, listen, has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of that great day, that final judgment. That's a big old strong verse right there. Let's look at this. is a great little section on angels. If you'll pay attention, you might learn something. It's what happened to the devil, to Lucifer. Isaiah 14. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground? Which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Lucifer talking. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most, what? High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell. To the sides of the pit. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardis, the topaz, the diamond, the barrel, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, and the gold. The workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that I created you. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created till iniquity was found in you. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God. I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Thine heart was lifted up because of your beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuary by the multitude of thine iniquities, by the iniquity of thy traffic. Therefore will I bring forth a fire from the midst of thee. It shall devour thee. I will bring thee to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all them that behold thee. And they that know thee among the people shall be astonished at thee. Thou shalt be a what? A terror. And never shalt thou be any more. Jude gives this example of fallen angels that turn from God. That's pretty, that's pretty tough, isn't it? Say. But we can do what we want. Jude says keep the faith. 
more about the devil. And his tail drew a third part of the stars of heaven, fallen angels, and just cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for, to deliver her child as soon as it was born. Where are the fallen angels? Satan is free to work in this world. Amen. Sometimes I feel like he's chained to me. Be sober. Be vigilant because your adversary, the what? Devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may what? Devour. An army of angels fell with him. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, Ephesians says, but against what? Against these fallen angels, against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's why it's a fight to keep the faith. We're being opposed. Some of these fallen angels are already confined to hell. Some mysterious underworld where God has judged them. There's a special section where some fallen angels are chained right now. All of these, including Satan, will ultimately be judged by who? God. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne in him that sat on it, from whom, whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. Jude's point. Boy, it's quiet in here, isn't it? If you've got a guest with you today, tell him I'm nice, usually. Like, this man's scary. Bluegrass and judgment, it just don't seem to mix, does it? If you follow false teaching, you'll face what? If you follow the devil, you think you might face judgment? Yes or no? If a third of the angels in heaven followed him and and had problems, you think if you follow him, you might have some problems too? Yes or no? That's what Jude's trying to tell us here. God judges rebellion. He will not spare those who reject his will or his word. Yeah, but you know, Grandma was really a good Christian. Sorry. Amen. You listening, yes or no? Yeah, but I went to Sunday school, and I was this, and I was a member of whatever. You think that's going to fly with God? If he judges angels, he'll not spare rebellious man. If he judges angels, he will definitely not Spare us. But if you put your faith in Christ, you'll be spared. He did not spare his own son, the Bible says, but gave him a ransom for us all. Amen? Believe. That's why Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. You think any man's going to come to the Father but by me? Or What are you smoking? Are you kidding? It's not happening. Remember some history. we got about seven, eight minutes. Now, here's the last part. It's tough, guys. It's tough. This is the Bible. It's not Gary. It's the Bible. But I believe the Bible. Third example. First one was Israel. Second one was what? Fallen angels. And the third example Jude gives of keeping the faith. Say that with me. Sodom and... Sodom and Gomorrah. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner giving themselves over to what? Fornication, going after what? Strange flesh are set forth for and what? Example, suffering the vengeance of what? 
Eternal fire. This is Jude, the half-brother of Jesus. You can't get somebody from a nicer family, okay? This is tough talk this morning, isn't it? These are... Guys, this message is not to put us in judgment over other people. This message today, and Jude was writing, to put you in judgment of yourself. You keep the faith. Don't look at what other people are doing. you got enough problems. Yes or no? That's what it's about. That's what this book is about. Sodom and Gomorrah. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. This is Peter writing. Into ashes condemned them with an overthrow. Making them an example unto those that after should live how? Ungodly. I know it's a tough message. Especially if you heard this fellowship church. Boy, they don't, they're just nice down there. All they do is sing. Well, then you haven't met me. Amen? Come on. This is the word. Sodom and Gomorrah. How did you describe them? They gave themselves over to fornication. They indulged in the pursuit of lust. Their, this was their way of life. They went after strange flesh. The word means different flesh. They indulged in unnatural acts. This is what Jude is talking about. Wherefore God gave them up to uncleanness, to the lust of their own heart, to dishonor their bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a what? We do that so often in our life. God's word says this, but we want to do what? We want to do this. That's what this message is about. Not judging people, looking down on people or a certain segment of society. That's not what this is about today. Gary's got enough problems with Gary. Y'all listening, yes or no? But this is very important. If God destroyed a whole city or a couple of whole cities, you think God's going to let us off when we turn away from the faith? Guys, it's not going to happen. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the who? The creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. Leviticus says, this is God's word, thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It's a what? It's an abomination. Never are we put in a place where anybody under any circumstance is erring. We put ourselves to be better than them. You listening or not? Say, okay? And I could go off on that forever, but we're going to keep moving. Neither shalt thou lie with any beast. To defile yourself that. This is God's law. Neither shall any one st woman stand before a beast to lie that. It's, it's confusion. Defile not yourselves in any of these things, for in all these the nations are defiled, which I did what? I cast out these nations, God says, before you. And the land is what? Therefore I do visit the iniquity therefore upon it, and the land itself does what? Strong word. Vomits out of the, their inhabitants. Boy. God seems to be serious here, doesn't he? Yes or no? Say. Do you want a God who's holy or not? Do you want a God who's God or a God who ain't God? Aren't you glad you got a God that stars don't hit your house in the evening? 
Yes or no? Aren't you glad, aren't you glad a God who, when, that, that even though you can't do it, he helps you keep breathing? Amen? Say. And even though we can't reproduce blood, aren't you glad that he created it and we got some in us? Yes or no? We can't have it both ways, guys. We try to. You want God who's holy. You want God who's almighty. You want God who's powerful. You want a God who's not. And if you want one who's not, tough luck because he is. And that's what all these people found out. These cities were set forth as a what? The word example means to expose openly in plain view. God hasn't hid his word. God's not hid who he is. God's not hid that he's a loving God, but he's not hid also that he's a God of judgment. It's plain view. Well, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't understand. Well, what you been reading? Newsweek? Here it is. The word actually means a dying what? Corpse laying in state. That could be said of all three examples that he gave of it to us today. Just a dying corpse. And that's who we are before a holy God. Interestingly, Sodom and Gomorrah, these cities don't exist today. You only read about them in the Bible. But I've been there. You, how many have been to the Holy Land? How many have been to Jordan, the country of Jordan? Okay, a few of us, okay? You leave Amman, Jordan, and you go down towards the Dead Sea on this side of Israel. And off in the distance, you start seeing these black rocks. It looks like another planet. Nothing lives there. It just speaks of the judgment of God. It's crazy. How many have ever been to the Dead Sea? How many knows that the Dead Sea is very unusual? When you dip your hands into the Dead Sea, you pull up black what? Mud. Just black. Looks like soot. This is that region where all this took place. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Okay, crazy. What's Jude's point today? God created mankind and will judge those who choose to indulge in what's clearly called unnatural in the Word of God. That's his point. God's going to judge. Israel rebelled against God's promise. We're done with the message. The angels rebelled against God's what? Throne. And Sodom and Gomorrah rebelled against God's what? Design. So, it's not difficult to believe God's promises. Um, excuse me, excuse me. Back up, back up, back up. It's not difficult to what? Not believe God's promises. It is so easy not to believe the Bible. It is so easy to not believe the Lord and believe the devil instead. That is easy to do. How many have ever believed the devil? Can I see your hand? Come on, be honest with you. You believe the devil a little bit? You believe the devil a little bit in your head, in your crazy life sometimes? Okay? That ain't hard. It's not difficult to rebel against God's authority. You can do it right now. And maybe you are doing it. As we preach the word, you're like, ah, I hate that, I hate the word, I hate him. Why? <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. It's not difficult to, to indulge in what? Let's go ahead and do another question. How many we have not found it very difficult to, to, to just to get involved in fornication, lust, and crazy stuff? Can I see your hand? Come on, how many hands in the building? Mine's up. Sure. Guys, this is not for us to judge one another. This is for us to judge ourselves and to say, Gary Clark, keep the faith. Do the right thing. That's what this is about. Remember what Jude says in verse 3. 
We said it last week. Do what? Earnestly what? Contend for the what? That means to agonize with all diligence. To agonize with all diligence, guys. If you want to keep the faith, you're going to have to agonize. With, you're going to have to fight your own flesh. Wow, is that hard. How many has a struggle with the flesh? Come on, let's raise some hands. You've got some struggles you're fighting with. Earnestly contend. Agonize with all diligence. We must watch and pray. And we must do what? Stand together to defend God's Word and His truth. That's why we have church. To encourage one another, to stand with one another. Not to look down on you when you come here. Are you hearing me today? Yes or no? Oh, I'm glad you don't look down on me. I couldn't show up if you did that. You encourage me. And I ask you to give everyone in this room the same respect that you give me. We need it, right? Say. And they don't have the chance to come up here and tell junk like I do. But they've got a lot of struggles. This diligence is what? Difficult. You're of God, little children, and you've overcome them. Say that last part with me. Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the the world. We can do this. I can do what? All things through Christ who strengthens me. You can do this. You can keep the faith. Take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to what? Stand. When the times get tough, say that loud with me. When the times get tough, get what? One more time. When the times get get tougher. Can we do it together? Here we go. When the times get tough, get... One more time and I'm going to quit. Because I like this. One more time. Last one, Rod. This is it. This is it, buddy. We're done. When the times get tough, get... You can do this. You can keep the faith. Amen. Let's praise the Lord for His Word this morning. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's get up on our...